0: This is Chad Nicefield from the band Wilson, and you're listening to Cobras and Fire and Rocks Not Dead.
1: You're listening to the Cobras and Fire Podcast, part of the Decibel Geek Podcast Network, featuring special guests from the band Wilson, lead singer Chad Nicefield. Uh, welcome to the program uh, from Wilson, Chad Nicefield. Chad, welcome back to the show. I don't know if you recall, we spoke a couple years ago.
0: Oh yeah, I remember. Very honored to be back.
1: Yeah, no problem. Well, you got a new album, Tasty Nasty. It's coming out, drops everywhere, mm-hmm. August 24th. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that, but I wanted to mention that I saw you on Detroiters, and I got to tell you, I was blown away.
0: I thought you were great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I can uh, I can enter an elevator with the best of them. best. Yeah, I yeah also sweat yeah. really well. I'm a and very good sweater. It was
1: very natural the way you turned and faced the door, like almost like a regular person, right in the elevator.
0: First, uh, first time, no warm up. <laughs> How'd that come together? Did you, do you know the guys who do that, or I actually had? I'm, I'm a big fan of um, both of them and comedy in general. But um, my friend who does some of the casting for. You know that show and a few others. Um, they she had hit me up and was like, "Hey, I know you love you know stand up comedy and you know, uh, but we're I'm doing this thing and we're looking for this guy that you kind of fit the part. You were know, the first person I thought of. Are you interested in doing this thing? And I was like, uh, Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> so that's kind of so I you know I was like all like a nervous little school child or whatever sitting around all day long being like oh my god i can't believe this is happening i'm actually like here with sam richardson and stuff like that It was pretty
1: cool Uh, how long uh would you say you were on set before you actually filmed anything (sighs)
0: Uh, i was there all day i think it was like a 12-hour day i was probably on set for like four (laughs) of those hours and then like six hours i was like they're doing that scene, but like they didn't call for me until like okay. I was like just sitting there for six hours, sweating in that shirt that they gave me. <laughs> that they gave me, and then I went to the scene like three or four times, and uh, then I was off. So yeah, probably like ten, maybe closer to ten hours.
1: Uh, do you happen to know which take they ended up using? <laughs>
0: no, no. By the by the by the amount of sweat that you can see underneath my arms, probably the last. take. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, well, it's been a couple of years since we've talked, and um, at the time it was just towards it was it was almost this time of year again. I think it was right after a rock USA uh, in Oshkosh a couple of years back. It's been a little quiet yeah. with, with Wilson since then. Uh, you want to kind of catch uh, catch everybody up to speed on like what what's been going on.
0: Uh, Well, we decided to make a new record as a band and we decided that we're going to make that record our way. And um, we decided that in order to do that, that we needed to shut up for a while and uh, uh, explore um, the reasons why we started to play our instruments uh, as kids uh, to begin with. Mm -hmm. And uh, that took a little time. For us to wrap our head around uh, all of the things that we've done, all of the things that we still have yet to do and want to do, and create a piece of art that uh, we feel um, best—I uh, guess maybe captures us as people—and um, you know that 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 quiet, shut up, you know, let it soak, um, you know, take it all in type sort of time was really needed in order to get us here. Um, so yeah, we we made that record, and now we're out here, uh, waving our freak flag again, our fuckery flag, if you will.
1: I, you know, the, the press release I got, uh, you, you kind of highlighted a couple of things that I thought were interesting. Um, you had a quote in there that you felt like you were turning yourself into a symbol that you didn't want to be. What Can you elaborate on that a little
0: bit? Yeah. Um, I mean, at the end of the easiest way to describe, to describe all of that, um, uh, was I felt like, you know, after, you know, people change right you know it's it's just it's just natural to be this to say that you've been the same person your whole entire life is, is an absolute fucking lie you know <laughs> um your skin i mean this your the skin that you know uh wraps and covers your your vital organs itself is uh, constantly changing every moment every day um and with that you know so is your mind and uh after a while you start to and then you're in a band so say you're in a band right say you're you go out there and you're delivering um a show uh that you know people have come to expect slash know you as and the real person that you're feeling yourself turning into isn't getting to see the light of day and i was getting very sad and depressed and angry and i was becoming somebody that i never intended to be and i end I needed that to stop in order for us to continue to play music together for not only myself but for everybody else that i that i love my my, you know my bandmates people that i hold closest to my heart i needed to be the best person that i possibly could be uh, and that involved me being the best person that i could be for my to myself so uh yeah i mean i uh i uh (laughs) i feel that that way now which is an awesome feeling well,
1: that's good and
0: uh yeah and uh it just it just get to the, got to a boiling point where uh, you know there was a i think there was a night on tour where somebody said something like outlandish to me and it, 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 actually i know exactly what they said to me it was they they made a racist joke to me and uh racist in the sense
1: that they're like you're you're with me this will be funny right or racist to you
0: exactly they came up to me assuming because maybe the way that i looked or the type of music i was playing that that was going to be an acceptable thing to say to me okay um i knocked that person out and um, was dragged out of the venue. This is a fan of my our band, mind you. Uh, I was taken <laughs> out of the venue by our, our tour manager. Still? And, uh, <laughs> no, I, no I, I could give two shits of that, dude. No, dude, I know I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, 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 I was taken out of the venue, and um, I yeah, that's what pretty much what started the whole the whole thing, is like, How do do I give you a vibe that that's something that mm. you think that I would ever, ever tolerate in my fucking life? And um, that's pretty much started the unraveling of uh, that Chad Nicefield into the beautiful butterfly that I am now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I mean, I've had a chance to talk to you a few times, and I would never uh, have thought that that was the type of thing that you were into. Uh, Yeah,
0: I mean, there's no way that that person would have ever, if they knew who I was, and they were just looking at me and assuming by something that I was doing in front of them that I may or may not share some sort of ethos that they share. And that's absolutely 100% wrong. So, um, you know, not to say that I need to, to justify the the way that I come off as a human being to anybody else, but it was, it was a wake up call for me just thinking about, Hmm, well, I don't want to be around people like you, you know, and how do I get, how do I get away from it and still do the thing that I love doing? Uh, I'm just going to be the person that I really am all of the time. When I walk off that stage, every single fucking moment of my life. And if you don't have a problem with that, you can go fuck yourself. Uh, and uh, that's just, that's where we are right now. You
1: know, is it fair to call, it mentions you, you kind of went to Asia for a couple months. I'm assuming that's, that's, that's not hyperbole. Uh, uh, was a sabbatical of some sorts. It seems like you're kind of trying to find yourself a little bit here.
2: Yes.
0: Um, you know, it, it was, a, it was a trip that I took to overcome a lot of fears. And, uh, you know, one of the greatest, um, I think, things that somebody can do for themselves is uh, to do exactly that, is to prove to yourself that the things that you find to be the most fearful in life are exactly the opposite of what you, your, your natural thinking would be. So I went there to explore those uh, fears, overcome them as best as I could and, uh, you know, see what kind of person I was on the other side of that.
1: And take acid, apparently? Is that, that's all I can, accurate, too?
0: Yeah, well, upon coming home, um, you know, uh, there was more exploration that needed to be done. <laughs> I had done a lot of researching, uh, and talked to some people while, in particularly when I was in Indonesia, I met a man who was, um, explaining to me the benefits of him microdosing, but he was using, uh, mushrooms, uh, I I looked at the ups and, and downs of, of different versions of microdosing, and uh, I chose to try LSD, and uh, and it worked. Um, I don't. I mean, I guess for me, it worked. What I was trying to achieve um, with it, uh, I feel like I achieved. I don't. I'm not currently microdosing, and I wouldn't suggest anybody to abuse the, uh, such a uh, such a powerful drug like that. But I would suggest that you do some research and. You know, and you know, see what why it exists. If you're having a problem in your life and you're trying to overcome it, there's plenty of uh, ways to do that, and that's just one of the ways that I chose to, uh, you know, find the answer. All right.
1: Um, and one other thing from the uh, the pr- press release, uh, it said uh, you felt like you were turning into one of those cliche situations where the band gets fucked uh can any chance i can get some details on that was there just a bad deal what what went down
0: Uh, i think that's part of the the, towards the last towards the end of the record cycle of the last record um that we had put out um you know we kind of got right to rise uh, yeah we kind of got served a dish of the reality of how the music industry can really work and how uh terrible, um, you can, you know, of situations you can find yourself in, uh, situations you can find yourself in. And, uh, we happen to find ourselves in a pretty bad situation. <laughs> and, uh, we made the, you know, the necessary adjustments in our lives to, uh, right that situation. Um, and, you know, it, and, you know, we kind of, we learned a lot from, I mean, it, your greatest failures are your biggest opportunities. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's kind of how we took everything that came from, uh, that, time in our in our in our lives as a band any Um, chance i could
1: talk into elaborating a little more specifically on on what was the the screw job uh i understand maybe you want to dance around a little bit but you know i'm just doing my job here plus i find it fascinating
0: um i mean without getting to the point of like naming names we Mm -hmm. just had some team members that um you know, we had had trusted and found no longer that the decisions that they were making and they were doing our, for us were uh, the right ones, and uh, we needed to separate ourselves uh, and make some other decisions. <laughs> so, without you know getting too deep into it, essentially okay. we let some people go, uh, and with that came a whole new set of beginnings uh, where we find ourselves now. So, I mean that cliche exists there that the band gets fucked right somebody's out there i don't think anybody was. (laughs) yeah i I just you know like and everybody's like it's one of those things like you got your shot kid don't fuck it up listen to to these people or something like that you know so for us was like making this record was like well we're getting another shot we're not going to fuck it up and listen to anybody else but ourselves you know we learned our we learned our, our lesson that way with that particular shot we, we're still here standing to talk about it and for some fucking reason get we're getting another shot after all of that let's do it the way that we should have done it from the very
1: beginning let's get into the record then um i have had the luxury of hearing it a few times and to say it's a departure from, well, the, the last couple records is is really an understatement. You are, the band has really just decided this is an entirely different direction we're going to go. Is that, I, I'm not I'm being unfair as
0: saying that, am I? Um... I, <laughs> I guess one of the things that I would like to at least say about it is there was no dis it was not like a, it wasn't like a hard decision. If that makes any sense. It wasn't like, this is what we're going to do. And we have to follow these guidelines and write songs that sound like this. And oh, you,
1: when you say hard decision in the sense of like, it, there wasn't, wasn't steadfast. This is the change we're making. This is how we're going to, almost like a map. Okay. Yeah. But all right. Fair, carry on. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. It was just a natural decision. I mean, when i listen to music I, you know you find plenty of uh, of what i listen to as a fan of music inside of that record because i mean that's who i what i am and What i put out in the world i want you know like i, I want to put what i feel out into the world and um and how that translates musically um it shouldn't I don't feel like it should be different just because you know somebody you know those rules and boundaries are there. Uh, if that makes any sense. So the departure that we took was just like us making our own. There's you know we weren't with the label when we when we made that record. We had signed you know we were done with our our deal. But we didn't have really much of a team because we had left some of our team members go. It's just us working on songs and some of the the earlier versions of those songs got you know got their got their kind of like final loss and treatment with our producer Scott but I mean that was you know is us being in a room together uh, in, in my basement at Scott's house um, you know at you know one of our other what at Jason's house or whatever it is and writing songs and um, you know and we wrote about 45 maybe 35 45 songs and uh, 11 of those made a record uh, made the record tasty nasty and uh, you know it was like I said there's no conscious decision to do something completely different other than follow our dna which is fun loving guys and to make the you know make the music kind of fit who we are you know? yeah.
1: if, if there is a uh, consistency between like uh you know fuckery right to rise and and tasty nasty it would be kind of the the looseness the the kind of just being kind of goofy and having fun with stuff a little bit uh
0: but, but the music is not as heavy i mean oh yeah i mean because we don't i mean that's the that's the the part of it that um that i think that musically and lyrically in general i mean i don't get in the car and put in a metal record on if you pulled out my head my my earbuds you would be listening to you you'd find myself you Mm. you find hip-hop playing or or, or stuff from the 90s that i grew up listening to or, or music that reminds me of that period in my life uh i don't listen to metal music so why would i make a metal record um uh, we listened to rock music so we, we we made a rock record and we put a bunch of our uh you know of our natural influences of what we grew up listening to what 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 made us pick up guitars and drumsticks uh in there and we got really weird with you know sampling and all the cool modern text that's (laughs) available i'm really i'm really into that stuff so uh we went and did you know if we wanted horns if i had an idea to put horns in a song we fucking put horns in a song you know Uh, with with like literally no and there was you know there was no rules or boundaries in, in making the record
1: yeah, I'm. I'm not trying to be critical of any artist ever trying to do something different. Uh, it's just not often you see this big of a, a switch between a couple of records. You know, um, uh, <laughs> if if you're not comfortable in what you're doing, I think it's always best to, to stop doing it. But uh, you yeah. you have to acknowledge that. I mean. Uh, I mean, I would think so. That you've you've put some thought into like how some of your fans are going to react to the record. I, I mean, I, I assume you, some are going to love it. They're just going to move on. Some are going to be like, "What's this?" I mean, are you have you heard any of that, or are you prepared for it? Or
0: we've heard both. Um, you know, uh, to people who know us as, a, as as a band, and you know, there's going to be the fly by night fan who was is attracted to that aggressiveness of our band or rock and roll sound of our band or whatever it was, and they're like, "Wait, was this the same band?" But if you you know it's not anything different than full blast fuckery in our minds because there was you know we were making the record that we felt like we wanted to make okay. and, and nobody was, nobody told us and we, there was no deal you know what I'm saying we didn't even have management or like agents or anything like that <laughs> at the time that we started making that record. record's just what we wanted to make.
1: I, I totally so, believe that because uh, that's what I love about both that and right to rise is a little more polished, but uh, both of those <laughs> records are very fun to listen to like uh, you kind of set out almost the way you're talking about this record without a lot of rules
0: um yeah I mean, I mean i would say there was more so in the middle uh, of these two records you know um uh well, there was uh, something you know we felt like there was we felt like you were we were getting um picked up and put into the world and they were like okay we love who you are but we're gonna try to put this square through a circle you gotta <laughs> fit through this circle in order to get onto the other side so they chopped off our edges and uh, I got you know we put those we pick those pieces back up and just put them back on with this record Uh, you know with that being said I think that you know whatever negative reaction that we're going to be we might have by that fly by from that fly by night fan uh, we're probably going to find the right fan to replace that fan and we don't want to lose any fans we would hope that you want to take this journey with us because like i said if you truly knew who we were our dna is all over that record there's nothing more fuckery about anything we've ever done than this this record it's funny (laughs) it's fun it's got our, our sense of humor all over it um but we want to you know, we want to put a record out there that's going to, that the the right people for our band are going to identify in uh, with. If that makes any sense,
1: I do. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, just uh, I, I, you know, like, again, I just I had to ask because it's definitely going to be something that gets talked about. I I, I follow the group the uh, the Wilson's House of Fuckery on Facebook. They are a very passionate group of people, and I, I know how these Facebook groups can go. I'm just and also I've been yeah, I mean, following music and doing it my whole life. You know. Fans have reactions.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the best thing about the House of Fuckery is those are all the people that I'm talking about. Those are the people. Those are the those are the real fans. Those are the people who totally get what's okay. happening and are and are embracing it. I mean i haven't i've seen you know the only negative things that i've personally seen are just by like fucking internet trolls that wanted to hear a metal record and my, my response to them is hey there's a lot of them out there you can probably <laughs> find a metal record any single day of the week at moment in time that you want to listen to and guess what we made a couple of records that are kind of like that so at least we got to connect in that way um So those exist, they're there always for you. We made them for you. Look, here they are. This is a record that I don't feel like a lot of other people are making. Uh, So I'm more interested in you listening to this and opening your mind and exploring a whole new set of uh, possibilities uh, versus just being like, well, it doesn't sound like the thing that I, you know, uh, I want it (laughs) to sound like. You know, somebody else made that record for you, too. Well, you know,
1: I I personally like to watch a band grow, and but you, you know, sometimes when when a band grows, you don't necessarily like what they did. I mean, sure. Uh, but I thought what you just said was the perfect sentiment. I, I I say it a lot. Like, if this is what you want, then it's out there. You, you you know, you don't have to you know get angry about it. Is really all my point is, you know. Yeah,
0: totally. I, I'm I'm with you one hundred percent on that. You know, I, music is a gift. You know, it's a gift for everybody um you know art in general is a gift for everybody uh in any way in, in any medium and uh you know some people might look at a picasso and be like that's the best thing i've ever seen in my fucking life and some people will be like that's fucking garbage why do you fucking like that well it's not for necessarily made just for you it was made for everybody you know and it was put into the world and when you're put into the world like that and you put it into the world like that you have to expect those sort of reactions we're 100 okay with them you know
1: how did you end up with uh, hooking up with Scott Stevens to do the record?
0: Um, Scott was the the exact sunlight that our darkness needed at the time.
1: Um, we were. You got all sorts innocent. of Confucius going today, by the way. I love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, then, then you're getting to know me. Okay. Um, so the <laughs> the uh, the, uh, the Scott that 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 we had attached to our record was very much what the, the person that we needed to help guide us out of the darkness. Um, when I met Scott, it was a connection that I don't think I've ever really had with anybody else, but my bandmates. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, he totally got us. And how that happened was we were turning in demos to our manager. Um, when we were in this dark place, um, mind you, this is like, pr- like right before I went to. um, uh asia and all the other stuff that followed after that um so turning in these demos and these demos were just kind of they they were like man this sounds really angry you guys sound like you know where's the fun and we're like oh i don't know you know (laughs) this is what we're making like oh man you guys uh you know we just picked up new management and he's like you know what you might benefit you should guys go write a song in california you know get out of detroit go somewhere and write a song in a sunny area i know just the guy and uh that you should you should go meet and and talk to you and have him record some stuff with you just see what you kind of, what he pulls out of you and i walked in when we walked in that door and there's scott I'm, and his he turned around in his chair I i'm smiling he's like hey guys and i was like i don't know what just happened but i'm instantly i instantly feel happy again you know and we wrote a song together um Recorded that song, sent that song uh, on to, you know, to some people and to see what they thought about it. And they're like, this is fucking awesome. This is the fun stuff we're talking about. And at that same period of time, I was like, well, here's a bunch of songs that I've been writing in my house that are, you know, in that vein. And we just kind of started to work on those with Scott, too. And Scott ended up being the guy to produce our record after all of that. So we decided to follow, you know, to, to follow that line straight down to the finish. Um, from that point on, did you record it in California then? Or yeah, we did the records. in. in I mean, we did some stuff in Detroit. Um, Scott came out there, and we recorded some stuff that made it on the record. I mean, there weren't full songs, but there were like guitar tracks at my house or vocal takes at my house. But uh, that was like for a week, and I was in essentially in california for the good majority of 2017 i'd have to say at least two-thirds of that of that year okay with, um, with scott so we and then we made the record there he
1: yeah he's got a reputation for being pretty hands-on too i assumed he was involved in some of the songwriting
0: uh yeah i mean like i said the first one of the you know one of those one of those songs that we had like a part for you know we had like a guitar riff for when we sat down and put it uh, together with scott you know he definitely had he had some energy to add to it that you know that we needed so for sure he was definitely there to help add we, we can, can the cliche thing is that we consider him like you know the sixth member of our band you know that sort yeah. of thing he's the master of ceremony and that's why we have that guy uh we have the, the our uh, our master of ceremony on stage just like dedicating it to that person the person that energy that we uh that we had making the record
1: that's the guy in the uh green ski mask the dj guy
0: uh it's that's his his, his known culture is a uh, uh, the master of
1: ceremony yes. okay yeah i, I uh, i've only seen pictures so i i apologize for my ignorance on that <laughs> <laughs> let's get into some of the songs the album opens with the song dump truck I would say this is probably the closest thing to something that. Well, no, I think House of Fuckery is probably the closest thing to something coming from the previous record. Uh, nothing on there really sounds like it, but you know, Dump Truck and that song are probably the heavier tracks on there. Uh, what inspired Dump Truck? It's got a pretty, uh, pretty uh, kick-ass chorus.
0: <laughs> we, uh, we that that song was one of those original like dark riffs that we had uh, from that period of time when we were writing. Uh, before you know the acid, before the Asia, before the Scott, the riff we loved, uh, we had made a, a demo that was dark, you know, sounding and it was very angry, and uh, we, you know, we kept the riff and got rid of the anger and made it more of a throwback to that wilson song like okay this is for you guys you know this is for the house of fuckery this is for the real deal fuckery this is for you know this we're taking it back to the east lansing where the band started and why we're doing this we wanted to hope we wanted to open our record like hello check this out you know and uh house of fuckery was actually slated to close the record as 10 tracks but the first the very first song that um kind of started this whole entire movement was the last song on the record everyone gets around on me which uh was like you know everybody said this is a cool song man but uh, it doesn't feel very wilson and that's when we were like well what the fuck do you mean and by it's the time wilson because we're in wilson the, you, know?
1: you you finish the whole record and you realize it's about as wilson as wilson is right now
0: and yeah it's it's gonna make the record you know because it's the catalyst that started this whole entire thing you don't get to tell me what wilson is because i'm in fucking wilson you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah so i mean yeah dump truck is a fun fucking song it's, it's the party anthem that, that kicks it all off you know it's the juice in the fucking veins it says hey are you ready to fuck this shit dumps man <laughs> let's yeah, go get I, in uh, mission get accomplished. in our fucking truck yeah
1: well, like a baller was the first single, and there really isn't a hidden message in that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, at the, the end of the day, fun. you know. Thank you. Uh, at the end of the day, it's like you know, there's a million songs out there that say you, you can do anything you want. You know, uh, that's uh, that's the fucking. The idea of it all—it's just a much funner version of it, <laughs> yeah. you know. Like you get out, there, you know, it's, it's like a, you know get out there and fucking do your shit. Make your fucking get on your grind, get on your hustle. You can be this one day. You're gonna do it. Just fucking keep keep moving forward.
1: I um I may have gone a little too ninety five cent psychiatrist on my hustle, but after the listening to the record the first time through and then going back a second time, this almost felt like you were explaining like, look. This is my life, this is my career, you know, I'm going to do it the way I want to or something like that. I I got to stay stay afloat and keep moving. Is that a is that a fair or am I overanalyzing that song?
0: No, you're right on you hit the nail right on the head, man. You know, this is this is how it, this is this, this, this the anthem, you know, get out there, get on your grind. Uh, you know, fucking do your life, do you 100%.
1: Uh, Summertime treat, tasty nasty. Uh, Not my favorite song in the head or a song in the record, but it it is. It it gets stuck in my head all the time. Like I won't even listen. I haven't listened to the record in about two weeks, and this morning that was what I woke up with in my head.
0: You might have something there, Chad. (laughs) Thank you, man. Uh, I think that's one of my uh, one of my all time favorites on the record.
1: All right. Well, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, I'll skip ahead to probably my favorite track was Money, 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 Money. Money.
0: I got a fever, I just see her, she got the medicine, short short I hear her, and I feel her, my knees weakening, oh mamma mia, can I see ya, just nod your head with your step up to the room, draw the shape, sipping gin and juice, go bada bing, bada boom, she give me her time, so I give her my, 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 my.
1: Again, uh, subtle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's about buying a prostitute in (laughs) Thailand. Right on. (laughs) Uh, I was going to go blue. I don't know if I need to. (laughs) <laughs> i love the song house of fuckery we kind of talked in that a little bit that does so you said dump truck was kind of written early on and each i was like it seemed like i got that vibe from fuckery like that song was one that you might have had kind of early on in the writing session before some of these other ideas morphed out
0: you're wrong i wrote that song uh the very it was a the sneak attack the last song that i wrote for the record okay. uh, those are yeah, uh, <laughs> that's the one that, uh, that wrapped up the, the package and said, this is the song that we're going to close the record with. And uh, uh, we wrote that literally, uh, that was the last full song that we had written for the record. The first one was Everyone Gets Around at Me. All
2: right.
1: Um, well, uh, you're out on tour right now with Three of a Dead Man. You also hit a, did a, a couple festival dates. I, I saw you were back at Rock USA. I wasn't there this year. But uh, what, 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 uh, how's the tour going, basically? Uh, how do some of these songs fit? like next to windows down are are you playing this album very heavy or are you still doing a mix <laughs>
0: We do eighty percent of our song, eighty uh, percent of our set uh, is uh, the new record. We play two songs from the old record, um, and that's our gift to, to the people who are coming to see us because it would be really fucking boring to come and see us play ten new songs that you haven't you know never heard before. Um, so we put in a couple old ones, uh, and one of those is Windows Down, and and, and we play The Flood, um, and we'll throw that we'll throw College Gangbang in here and there, yes, uh, to switch it up. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean it's going great. The songs are fucking. Uh, uh, they're it's working. I see it every every night. The the, the smiles on people's faces. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, merch tables are you know they're, they're rocking. the people are singing along to songs like like a baller and the in the audience they're uh, yeah it's great man. I mean we're having is a it's a perfect tour after not touring for a year and a half uh, or so to get up there and get our wheels grinding again. The fans are great. Most shows are sold out. And um, yeah, it seems seems to be going really great, having a good time at least.
1: And I assume it's going to be a, I don't know, you'll have a fairly long tour cycle for this. Uh, uh, I, I know you've only got a handful or a, a couple months of dates lined up or something like that, but uh, I assume I'll see more shows coming in the fall. Maybe are you thinking of doing any headlining or mainly just uh, looking forward to be a support act?
0: Uh, I think we're going to spend the rest of the year uh, supporting. Um, you know, in 2019 I'll probably find us doing more headlining stuff but uh we're gonna get back out there and you know um play for people you know move some move bob some heads this uh you know make as much noise as we possibly can for the rest of the fucking year um and you know have some more tour dates to get announced uh, in the next uh, couple of weeks or so
1: All right. Well, everybody keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, I'm sure I'll be talking about it on my social media platform if it comes anywhere near me. But um, well, the best of luck, Chad. I again appreciate your time. I've 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 talked to you a few times, but I've had a chance to (laughs) share a couple words with everybody in the band. I've been rooting for you ever since I had a chance to meet meet you guys. I really hope everything works out for you. Um, and thanks, man. I hope people give the, the the album the a chance. It sounds like you put a lot of thought and effort into it. And uh, sometimes when, when things are so different, there's like a, a pretty tough reaction to it. So all the best there too. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: thanks. I, I'm not worried about it whatsoever. The right the, the, the right minds will, will will align.
1: Well, it sounds like you got it handled, so I don't need to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you though, man.
0: i up the